We are all natural-born storytellers. Whether you think of yourself that way or not, the stories that mold and shape our lives oftentimes become foundational parts of our growth, healing, and even generational experiences. Welcome to Awaken Your Soul, a storytelling podcast that shares moments of awakening, trials and tribulations, truth, and vulnerability in the words and voice of the featured storyteller. And now, a life-changing story from this week's guest. Hello, Awaken Your Soul listeners. This is Sarah Brendel coming on to share my story. I was getting ready to kind of record this and think about how I wanted to share my story, and I realized that I'm about to approach my six-year wedding anniversary. And that's important because it really defines our entire journey that I'm about to share with you. My husband and I, we had been together for about 10 years when we got married. And I only share that because when we got married, we were ready to grow our family and to have children. So of course, that was something that was top of mind in our first year of marriage. And we tried and month after month, cycle after cycle, tracking ovulation and all the other things, it wasn't working. We were not getting pregnant. We were watching our friends around us get pregnant seemingly easily, and that wasn't the case for us. And so I am grateful that I knew that I had some PCOS, and so I didn't wait the full year that you're supposed to wait before getting some support from your OB. I went in a little bit earlier than that, and they agreed, you know, with your history, we can go ahead and talk about doing some medications to support ovulation. So interestingly, about this time of year, it was mid-August, we had bought our first house. We were moving into our first house. And I remember in the morning, we woke up in our rental home, getting ready to move everything over to our first home that we owned together. We were so excited. And I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. After basically like 10 or 11 months of negatives, it was our first positive test. And I was so excited. He was so excited. We were elated, honestly. And I got to get out of moving everything into the house. But it was just, we, you know, it felt right. It felt meant to be like we had gotten this home that we wanted to raise our family in. And now here we are with this positive test. And this is working out exactly as it should, right? And we were just so happy. And within a few weeks, unfortunately we experienced a miscarriage. And that was a really tough time. Really, really tough time. I had at the time been working in medicine and had dealt with patients going through pregnancy loss, but I really didn't know anyone in my life, my friends, my family who had experienced pregnancy loss. So for me, it wasn't like I had anybody I could connect to, I could talk to about it. It was just my husband and I, and we felt very alone. We were supported. We got support from our parents, from our siblings, but you know, them having not really ever experienced it, it's hard for them to really understand what we were going through. And I know for some people, they experience loss like that and they put everything on pause. They wait 
and I, something about it, and I guess probably knowing it took us so long to get pregnant, just made me feel like I couldn't wait. And so we really started trying right away after that. We were blessed just after our first wedding anniversary with our second pregnancy, and we held that very closely and honestly kept it pretty quiet through the holidays just because we had been through so much pain before. But that sweet pregnancy turned into our rainbow baby daughter that we love more than anything in the world. And she just turned four this month, which is crazy to think. You know, a year later from that day we moved into the house, we had a baby in our arms and it did work out. At the time, we really wondered if it would, but it did work out. And from there... You know, we always knew we wanted more than one child. He's on the fence of probably about three, and I'm on the fence of probably about four, so we'll see if we ever get there. But we knew we wanted to keep trying. So because we knew it took us some time, we didn't want to wait too, too long. So I think probably in about April, we started trying again. And I say that because, oh, it was such a not stressful time as a joke because it was April of 2020 when we started trying again. And in that first year of trying for our second, we did probably like six or seven more medicated cycles. We tried some natural cycles. Um, We did get pregnant twice. And... Unfortunately, both of those pregnancies ended in miscarriage. And that was devastating. Before that moment, before those losses, you know, they tell you the statistics that one in four pregnancies end in loss. And I could accept it was just part of statistics. But then you add a second loss and a third, and now 75% of our pregnancies have ended in miscarriage. And I was a wreck. We both were. We took time away from trying. We took time to heal. I really got angry, honestly, at my body of why is it not working? Why is it not doing what it's supposed to be doing? I truly felt helpless. I felt alone. I felt isolated. I felt like no one could understand what we were going through. Um, all while the outside world was still making the comments right? I had a boss at the time who I very clearly remember telling me like the week that I had been going through one of my miscarriages, you know, your daughter's not getting any younger, right? And we say these things, not knowing all the information, not trying to be mean, but let me tell you, it hurt. And I really struggled around the beginning of 2021, healing from those two miscarriages, questioning what we were going to do next, wondering if we were ever going to be able to be pregnant again, committing to needing to work with fertility specialists. Over the last three and a half years of trying for our second, we've worked with about seven different fertility specialists in different capacities. Um, We have tried everything under the sun, medications, not medications, supplements, food protocols, testing protocols. I mean, everything you could think of. And it's been tough, right? When they talk about the emotional roller coaster that is infertility, let me tell you, it's real. 
And I knew in that really deep pain that I wasn't going to be able to make it through, let alone make it out, if I didn't get some support. So I had already actually been working with a life coach. I had been working with her on career stress, relationship topics, um, money topics, motherhood stress, you know, all these different things. Interestingly, she's younger than I. She wasn't in like a long-term relationship. So I don't know this for sure, but I don't think that she had been ever considering at that point in her life trying to conceive or have children. But I came to her and I said, I'm really struggling with this and I need some support. And our conversations and her being there for me and being an open ear and allowing me to just get all of the emotions that I was experiencing off of my chest without judgment and talk through them and really make sense of all of it was truly transformational. Like I don't, I don't believe that I would be here today on this journey if it weren't for my experiences working with her over the last few years. And so what I began to realize was that this wasn't just something that I needed, right? There are so many women going through this experience. I um, felt called to do something more, right? The statistics say that it used to be one in eight couples experience infertility, it has now increased to one in six. So that's just infertility and then add on statistics about pregnancy loss. It's very common. We don't talk about it. It's not something that's shared about, but it is very, very common. And it's such a draining process. And so that phase is when I realized not only did I want to go to work figuring out how to best support myself and heal myself through this journey. But I wanted to find a way that I could help others do that too. And so, you know, I used that support and I used that work to honestly guide me through the last couple years of trying for our second. We, again, have been through specialist after specialist. We have done IUI cycles. We did four of them that were unsuccessful. We did an egg retrieval last September, which was a whole new can of worms and stresses and worries. Um, And something that I wish more people understood, because I can't tell you how many times I have told people, oh, we're doing IVF. And they say, congratulations. And, you know, people do IVF and don't bring home a baby. It's not a guaranteed process. I wish it was, but it's not. And God forbid we would love to have a baby and not have to spend $100,000 doing it, right? So I just say that because it doesn't feel like congratulations. It feels like, gosh, I pray, I hope this works. So we did our egg retrieval last September We transferred an embryo in October and we were so hopeful and it was unsuccessful. And we actually ended up with four embryos from our egg retrieval, which is a really good number. And we transferred in October 
in January and both were unsuccessful. We did some more testing. I did surgical testing after those two failed embryo transfers. And then we did another embryo transfer in April and again, unsuccessful. So now we were down to our last embryo and we transferred it in June. And I'll be honest, my husband and I had a lot of doubts. We we really questioned that it was going to work, which makes sense, right? We had three chances and none of them worked. So we transferred this embryo in June and it stuck. And we're currently pregnant. We are 13 weeks pregnant and I pray every single day that we're going to continue to be pregnant. I took months of injections of hormones, months of hormone pills. Um, I am on a blood thinner for my entire pregnancy to prevent miscarriage. It has not been an easy road. Um, This pregnancy has been so much more difficult already than my daughter's. And I pray, pray that we get to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I really do. But I don't have full belief yet. And I think that really comes from having been scarred so many times. But that is our story. And what it has done for me is it's really proven to me the capability I have to go through such ugly, such pain, such hurt, and still keep thriving, still keep living, having a beautiful life, having passions, things I am so proud to be doing, which I want to share about, having love with my family and my husband and my friends, and knowing that no matter what the heck this life deals me, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be able to make it through. It might be hard, but I will be able to make it through. And I am so grateful to have that knowledge. I'm so grateful that I have the ability to trust myself and not judge myself for the emotions that I experience, right? I have days where it's hard and that's okay. And what this has all turned into, honestly, is almost a year and a half ago, actually a little bit over a year and a half ago, I began coaching my own clients. And so now I work with women going through their own infertility journey and support them with coaching about the emotional roller coaster topics and help them navigate grief of loss and stillbirth and miscarriage and trying to conceive after going through such grief and negative test after negative test and making decisions on how am I going to afford this? Do I want to go the medication route? Do I want to go the IVF route? What am I going to do? And how are other people going to perceive this? And how do I navigate the world where everybody is announcing their pregnancies and everybody is inviting me to baby showers and I just want to go hide in a cave? And how do I not lose myself? How do I stay passionate about my career and my hobbies and my relationships and my loves while the full-time job of fertility treatments is underway? And this 
job that I have created of supporting women through this journey has been a humbling and just such beautiful experience. I'm so grateful for every single woman who has chosen to work with me and the stories that I hear and just knowing that they get to leave our work together and actually feel one, capable of going on their fertility journey, but two, like it's, you know, not 100% a miserable process. I can't take away all the pain, but just being there to be able to support these women has truly been the gift of a lifetime. And I love every single minute that I get to work with them. Um, I do that in a handful of ways. One is I do work one-on-one with women virtually, but I also have my own podcast, the Path to Motherhood podcast, where I just share how can we think about these things? How can we approach these things? How can we deal with the really tough days? And it's just been a gift to be able to share all of that. So that is the story I wanted to share. It's not a beautiful one. You know, we pray that it's going to have a happy ending. It's been a rocky one. It's been a tough one. And I don't know what the future holds, but it has absolutely transformed the way I look at life, the way that I approach life. And for that, I will be forever grateful. So again, I'm so grateful to share my story with you. I hope you all have a great week. For more information on this week's guest, visit the episode notes section on awakenyoursoulpodcast.com. And if you'd like to share your story with us, click the share your story section on awakenyoursoulpodcast.com and complete the submission form. The best way to never miss an episode is to subscribe to the podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or wherever you stream podcasts. To show additional support for the show, visit the Buy Me a Coffee link in the notes of this episode or become a supporter through Spotify. Your support contributes to the production of this show. Sundays and soulful stories go hand in hand. So join us next week for another life-changing story that will awaken your soul.